You're listening to the Mental Health Download from the nonprofit Mental Health Association Oklahoma, where we seek out stories of resilience from individuals and experts in the field. I'm Angela Shen. Today, we're talking to Karen LaPlante. She's the Director of Education at the Association and has overseen our Zero Mental Health Symposium for 20 years. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. I really appreciate this opportunity. Yeah, so let's just jump right into it. What is Zero Symposium? So the Zero Symposium is a nationally recognized professional continuing education conference. It's something that we developed over 20 years ago. This actually is the 28th year, and it's hosted by the association. The, the goal was to bring better access here to professionals and families as well here in our state to, you know, emerging knowledge about mental health and promising and best practices. So we bring in multiple keynote speakers for this event, but we also feature over 50 breakout sessions, including the opportunity for our participants to complete three hours of ethics. So we're really looking for a broad variety of presentations to build our agenda with. The conference, uh, for those who aren't familiar with it, it is considered one of the premier behavioral health conferences in the region. And is we're actually recognized nationally for the work that we do. Historically, we draw over 800 participants. And, you know, our attendees, they come from not just Oklahoma, but from across the U.S. This is going to be the third year that we do the event as a virtual conference, which in many ways, um, while we lose some of the ability to network in person, it has really allowed us to increase our reach. We now are able to have many more presenters than just our keynotes that come to us from all across the US. And they're, they're there to share innovative programs and practices and lessons learned that, uh, our participants can learn from and take back to their daily work. It's really important to note too that while many of our attendees are people that work in behavioral health and addiction treatment, we also cross over into a really broad section of individuals. They have backgrounds in education and public health. They may work in criminal justice. And then the all-important individuals and families whose lives are impacted by mental illness. So it's really a very diverse group of participants, as well as presenters that make up this conference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so the conference theme changes every year. What is the focus for 2022? So this year we are focusing on exploring family constructs. And that's something that we can really look at in a lot of different ways. So if you think about it, the definition of family has really grown over the years and goes well beyond DNA and legally defined connections such as marriage. I mean, it can be things like even our work family, right? Our connections that we have in the community, our friends that really, in in some cases, we're even closer to than our own family members. Bottom line, it's really about those relationships that enhance and enrich our lives. So, you know, as as we look at content for this year's conference, it's very much about how do we support families? How do we support relationships? 
how do we build res resilience, right, among individuals as well as among these connected groups? It's about helping people navigate those difficult situations and life stressors and celebrating diversity, as well as, you know, how do we better understand and support the needs of those individuals and, and groups that are so often marginalized? Our, our conference dates this year, just so you know, are September 28th through 30th. And one of the advantages that this virtual format brings to us is not only will people be able to, to watch and participate live, but it also gives them the option to go back in and either review a session again or watch something at their leisure over the course of the next few months after the event, especially for those that are seeking continuing education credits. Means that not just the 15 or so credits that they would be able to get live, but they can go back, they can watch ethics sessions, they can go back and maybe there were two sessions that were happening at the same time and it was a tough choice, right? Now they can go back and access that information, review the content and still get credit for those sessions. So for those that need continuing education credits, they can accrue additional hours. Mm -hmm. So I know you're looking for speakers. What are you looking for in a presenter and how does someone apply? So the easiest way to present um, is to start by going to the Zero Symposium website. So zerosymposium.org slash present. And that's spelled Z as in zebra, A-R-R-O-W, symposium.org slash present. You'll find on that page a description, not only of the event, but there's a place where you can download a copy of the call for presentations. And I really encourage people to do that because we ask for a lot of information and this will help you organize and kind of pre-pull together everything that you're going to need so that when you're ready to, to make your submission on, on the form that's on the website, you've already got everything outlined. As a matter of fact, if you will, I, I often suggest to people that they compile everything into a Word or a Google Doc and then open the form when they're ready to submit and then they can just copy and paste straight into the form. You know, the, the site also and the call for presentations also includes a list of topics to get you started, but please don't feel like your ideas have to be on the list, right? This is a starting point. It's, it's an idea generator. We would love for people to really think outside the box. You know, what are those, again, what are those lessons learned, those best practices? And most importantly, what are those tools people can, can use, right, in their day-to-day -day living and their day-to-day -day practice? We are also, and this is a really big one for us, we are looking for, for sessions that address professional ethics. So if, if you are familiar with doing ethics presentations and have one that would fit with our theme of, you know, again, exploring family constructs, we would love to hear from you. Think too about, you know, how you might engage the audience, you know, really draw people into the conversation, not just 
a talking PowerPoint, right? So, you know, tell us your ideas about how you are going to engage with our participants. And just so you know, we offer both 60 and 90 minute sessions. Sometimes those are presented by a single individual, but sometimes people pull together panels or they co-present um, with a fellow professional or in the, in the case of where you're talking about a program, you might even bring in someone that is a participant that has benefited and can share it from that participant side, that experience. It's important to note too that the deadline to apply to present is March 31st. And you know, if you're just not sure if, if, if your idea fits, call us or reach out to us. We love it when people say, hey, I'm thinking about submitting this idea. You know, it, do you think this will work? Because we're we're more than happy to help walk you through it. And quite honestly, it really helps us to know who's thinking about presenting and the ideas that they're looking to share, because that way we can follow up with someone too if they don't submit something and it's it's a topic that we'd really like to have. Yeah, so after you submit, what's next? So it's a great question. You know, we get a lot of information in and what we've done is we've assembled a team of professionals and individuals that work in mental health related fields and are experts in the content that we hope to present at this year's event. And what, what we do, we divide everyone up into teams, the submissions then get divided out and they go through a review process so that, you know, are, are they someone that's qualified to present on this topic? Is it something that is in keeping with the theme of this year's conference? So we go through, we review, we score everything. We, you know, sometimes our reviewers also have questions that we may come back to the, the potential speaker. So we may need a little bit of clarification. And then once we have all of that taken care of, we go back and we start to build that agenda based on those scores and that feedback, right? We do let everyone who submits a workshop proposal, we do let them know whether they're submission was accepted or not, because oftentimes while we have 50 slots available or a little bit over 50 slots available, we oftentimes have many more people submit proposals than we have slots available. So for those that are accepted, you'll get instructions on what's next. You know, when do we need to have your PowerPoint and other materials? You know, what the process will look like in terms of recording or doing your session live, how to register for the conference, because that's one of the benefits too, is everyone who is accepted as a speaker, they automatically receive a conference registration, not just to be a part of their session, but so that they can participate in other parts of the conference, whether they need continuing education credits or they're just interested in the topic itself. 
For those whose session is not accepted, it doesn't mean that it's a hard, fast no. Sometimes we have people that, for whatever reason, are no longer able to present. So we put people on the waiting list, and it's not uncommon for us to go back to people who submitted and say, hey, we have a slot available now. Are you still interested in presenting because we would love to have you? Yeah. All right. Do you have any closing thoughts? Well, again, zerosymposium.org is a great starting place. You know, in addition to the call for presentations, you'll find our contact information there in case you do want to reach out with questions about the event or more about the presentation process. Our email address, our phone number, it's all there where it's easy to access. And again, we are more than happy to answer questions and really love it when people connect with us and let us know that they're working on a proposal to submit. I Again, too, uh, just a reminder, build it in a Word document. It will make it so much easier for you. You know, that call for presentations does outline everything you're going to need to submit to provide a really complete and engaging proposal. And and we really look forward to seeing your ideas and can't wait to share what we know will be a really robust and thought-provoking agenda. And, you know, even if being a presenter is really not your thing, because, you know, not everybody likes to present, we hope that you'll share this information with those that you think might be a great fit for this event. You know, people you would love to hear talk on a, a topic related to family and resilience and relationship. And then bottom line, we hope you'll make plans to join us in September. And for those of you who might be interested in being a sponsor or an exhibitor for the conference, we have all kinds of ways to connect and interact virtually with our attendees as well as get your name out. So let us know if that's something you're interested in exploring as well. All right, well, thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Well, Angela, thank you. We really are looking forward to having, we always get great workshops submitted and love seeing people's ideas and, and can't wait to see what this agenda is going to look like because it, it's, it's a really important topic right now. And I know it'll be a great event. Absolutely. We're looking forward to it. Thank you for listening to the Mental Health Download. I'm Angela Shen with Mental Health Association Oklahoma. 